0: listening to the Homeschool Music Mama podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Haberer. I'm a music educator and a homeschooling mama. This is a show where we talk all things music education and homeschooling. So (laughs) let's get started. Oh, thanks so much for joining me. Welcome back. Um, this is officially episode four of the Homeschool Music Mama podcast. I am super excited that you've come back and that I am here to deliver for today's episode a few, just a few of the benefits of music education. I've been wanting to do this probably from the beginning. Um, I can tell you that there is no possible way that I can share all all of the research out there because it's just, it's a huge body of work. And I'm so glad that it's out there because it really makes a case for the concept that I am trying to advocate for, which is that every child should have access to music instruction. Imagine what kind of a world we would live in if every child had access to music and music lessons. It was just a commonality. Everybody played the piano or everybody played a string instrument or everybody played the trumpet. Um, That's that's really powerful. Um, So what I'm going to do today is share a little bit of the research with you. And I promise I will try not to geek out on too many abstracts. (laughs) Those abstracts are kind of like the summary of the scientific papers that kind of gives you a brief rundown of what the scientists concluded in their evaluation and in their investigations. So, but there's just so much to share. And if you, as you get to know me, you'll know that I have a hard time sometimes staying on track with things because I want to do All the things. (laughs) I don't know if any of you struggle with anything like that, but um, there are times when I have a singular objective for the day and I see all these other projects that I want to do as well. And I think that I can do them all and I clearly can't. Um, But that's kind of how I feel about this as well. I want to give you all of the research, but it's just not possible. So, what I am going to do is just kind of give you a bird's eye view of the research that's out there um, in support of music education, particularly in the areas of cognitive development, academic development or academic progress, um, and then, of course, some social benefits as well. So, stay with me. I promise not to be too nerdy about all of this stuff. I'll try to break it down. But what I do want to say, um, other than, yeah, if I were to share, all of this information with you, you'd be sitting here for hours. (laughs) And I don't want that. So, but I do want to convey that the research out there on music is abundant. Like, there's tons of stuff out there. And there's no doubt, however, even after wading through the dozens and dozens of studies that I've waded through, that there absolutely is a scientifically verifiable cognitive benefit to music instruction, particularly in the early childhood years. So if you don't get anything out of today's episode but this, know that the research in music is abundant and there absolutely is a scientifically verifiable benefit to the study of an instrument. I want you to understand that because that's that's kind of key. That's one of the reasons that I absolutely advocate and hope to spend my time advocating and encouraging mothers to choose music instruction for their families, right? Imagine the world we could live in if everyone had access to music lessons. Um, Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's a dream of mine, I guess. But let me give you a little bit of the information that's out there. Now, I will say that some of the information that's out there really focuses on early childhood um, and early childhood music. But I do want you to know that if you missed out on giving your child an opportunity to experience music while he or she was in preschool, don't worry. I mean, there's still time. Let me talk a little bit about, I guess, the cognitive benefits. And I'm going to start out by sharing this five-year study that was published in the Journal of Developmental Cognitive Neuroscience. That's a mouthful. Um, But anyway, the study analyze the cognitive impact that music instruction had on a child's development which is kind of what we're talking about today right these neuroscientists for this 5-year study took a group of 37 children from an underprivileged community in Los Angeles and they gave 13 of them i think the kids were like between 6 and 7 they gave 13 of them the opportunity to engage in a youth orchestra program in LA where they learned to play a string instrument and they practiced approximately, I think, about seven hours a week. Now, remember, there were 37, and they took 13 of them and gave, him, gave them um, youth orchestra. 13 of those kids from the original 37 were given a community soccer program in which they could participate, while the other 11 kids were not giving, were not given anything extra. At the end of their two-year study, the neuroscientists took the non-musical groups and compared them to the groups of students engaged in music and examined their brain activity through the use of functional MRIs and EEGs. I bet you can guess what they discovered. They found that the auditory systems in the children engaged in music instruction were considerably more developed than their peers who were not playing an instrument. That means the kids that were enrolled in soccer, and the other kids that were not given anything. Okay, but now the question is, what's your auditory system, right? Well, very, very simply, our auditory systems are engaged in general sound processing, which is essential to what? Language development, right? Reading skills and ultimately successful communication. The summary of that particular study, (laughs) I can tell you, is a child's brain develops faster with music education. And that's just one study, like particularly in the cognitive area. I mean, there, there's just hundreds of studies that are comparable to, comparable to this one and all point to the increased cognition that ultimately results in really great academic benefits for students engaged in music instruction. Well, let's go to the academic benefits. I'll share one study from the academic area for you. You know, there's a great deal of research I mean, it's just, again, just like the cognitive, a great deal of research on the academic advancements of children that are enrolled in music, and I think with good reason. The data really is substantial. Music provides effective experiences for children to transfer processing skills to academic accomplishments. According to research, when we listen to music or speech, we process tons of information quite quickly and without any real conscious awareness. The ease by which this happens depends on our prior linguistic and musical experiences. Speech and music, for example, share some of the same processing systems in our brain, which I think is super cool. So that means that when we share and musical experiences that enhance processing, cough, cough, like playing an instrument, it impacts the perception of language. And as homeschool moms, what is one of the things things that we always want to encourage? I I mean, impacting the perception of language is good for what? Literacy. Literacy. One example. So back in 2006, researchers concluded that musical training sharpens the brain's early encoding of sound. This improves the ability to quickly distinguish between rapidly changing sounds, thus enhancing auditory discrimination. How cool is that? So these researchers took about eight children who had only had like eight weeks. I mean, just get that. Eight weeks, two months, right, of musical training, and they compared them to a control group. At the end of the study, they evaluated, kind of like in the previous example I gave you, they evaluated the brain activity of these children. I'm sure that you can guess what they discovered, right? The children who'd received musical training produced EEG frequencies, that are typically associated with increased cognitive processing. I love that. The studies in preschool children and their musical skills are like through the roof. Like every other article I was look, looking through in order to prepare for this, uh, this episode was on preschool music. Just amazing. A study conducted in 2005, for example, that I kind of pulled, uh, studied kindergarten students who received four months of music instruction just four months, for just 30 minutes a week. The lessons included active music making, kinesthetic movements, and those kinesthetic movements emphasized rhythm, pitch, and a steady beat, as well as the association of sounds with symbols. Just like the preschool music uh, groups that I conduct in my own private music studio, I have to say those are some of my favorites. I love preschool music. But anyway, the students that received this instruction showed significantly greater gains in their phonemic awareness when they compared them to a control group. Phonological awareness, which is something that I think, at at least I'm concerned with, right? I'm always trying to find um, a a way to increase literacy, right? Phonological awareness is linked to early reading skills in four to five-year-old children. So overall, I mean, there's a, I mean, it just, I don't know. I could spend the whole episode going article through article through article. But there's a good body of research out there and the evidence to suggest that engaging with music, like learning an instrument, plays a major role in developing these perceptual processing skills. I mean, sorry, these perceptual processing systems. And these systems facilitate the identification of speech and patterns. One thing to note, which I thought was really interesting, is that the earlier the exposure, the greater the impact. I know I have a few colleagues, um, well, you know, every, I don't know, well, this is uh, content for a different episode, but, um, you know, I teach piano as well as cello, um, early childhood music classes, and music theory. And I have a lot of teachers that will not take, or rather I have a lot of parents that come into the studio, and the question I frequently get asked is, is my child too young for music lessons? I take children as young as three, but I have colleagues that will not take a child until that child can sit on a piano bench patiently for 45 to 60 minutes. So that's about the age of seven or eight. Um, Really, the research is saying is telling us the earlier, the better. Um, so get your child, even your three-year-old, find a teacher that will take your child on as a student because the benefits are absolutely there. You know, so we talked a little bit, just, I mean, again, just a bird's eye view, but we've talked a little bit about the academic and the cognitive benefits. But did you know that there are social benefits associated with music instruction? Here's what I thought was really cool. So, you know, there's a significant amount of research that points to the academic and the cognitive benefits, which we already talked about, but there are indeed social benefits. The social benefits often receive, I'd say, less attention than the more glamorous counterparts. But interestingly enough, the academic and cognitive achievements are in part mediated by an increase in social capital back in 2002. A study showed that students who participated in music instruction engaged in more conversation with their caregivers and their teachers, chit-chatters, <laughs> if you will. The researcher concluded that these effects were likely to lead to higher self-esteem in the children receiving music instruction, resulting in increased motivation and self-efficacy. I thought that was really interesting. Another study by the Norwegian Research Council for Science and Humanities supported these findings. They found, those researchers found a connection between having musical competence and high motivation. If you have ever, I was talking to a pianist friend, I'll interrupt it really quick, but was talking to a pianist friend the other day about a project and um, <laughs> we joked a little bit because those of us that were built to compete, you know, they are when wow, this is so much content for another episode. I'm so excited. But I essentially, in my own musical background, was built to perform and to compete. Guilds, uh, festivals, piano competitions, um, exams, et cetera. You were literally always working towards an objective. And once you performed on that objective, there was something else to meet. You got another test coming up or another exam or another guild or another. We'll talk about the pros and cons of that. Because I have some opinions on that as well. But um, what's interesting is that we were talking about motivation, which is kind of what the study was talking about, right? That a lot of musicians are highly motivated individuals. I can attest to that. (laughs) I think my husband will probably tell you there are times where I can't let go of something, a project or something, until I see the work product that's resulted from it, right? Um, I can blame that on music. That's a good thing. But sometimes it can be a little bit of a stressor, I guess, because I can wear myself down. I'm so motivated to accomplish whatever objective is out there, whatever it is I've set my goal to be, that sometimes I have a hard time backing down. And I have noticed that that's a commonality a lot of, amongst a lot of trained musicians. But anyway, anyway, well, back to the study. <laughs> but they found that um, there was a connection between musical competence and high motivation. So this ultimately led to a more successful experience in a school setting. Very, very fascinating. There were high correlations between self-esteem, positive self-perception, and cognitive competence scores. There are other studies that have continued to support these findings, and um, they've shown that music instruction improves self-awareness, improves self-image, and creates positive self-attitudes. I love that. You know, as a former principal, I can attest to the fact that money is often stretched thin on school campuses. You know, it's not a rare occurrence when a district decides to cut funding to art and music programs. I shared a little bit about that in one of my previous episodes. Interestingly enough, though, research in Switzerland showed that increasing the amount of music time within a curriculum did not have a detrimental effect on language and reading skills even though time spent in those content areas had to be reduced in order to accommodate the music instruction. This was my exact argument to my superintendent back in the day, right? In other words, even though language and reading lesson time was less so that music instruction could have a place in the schedule, the test scores didn't reveal any detrimental effect thought that was fascinating. I mean, if that doesn't make a case for music education in schools, then what does, right? Music also has the capacity to increase emotional sensitivity. So in 2004, researchers discovered that there was a relationship between the ability to recognize emotions in performances of classical piano music and the measure of emotional intelligence. Uh, Another thing, I keep saying so cool, but I just am so fascinated with all this research. This emotional intelligence is what I would say essentially allows us to identify, reason with, and manage emotion. Because the connection between the two was significantly correlated, researchers concluded that identification of emotion in music performance actually draws on the same skills that we use in our everyday emotional intelligence. So you're probably thinking, okay give me the takeaway, right? (laughs) The takeaway that is that success in music can enhance overall feelings and it's a great aid to self-confidence and self-esteem, which I believe is a benefit to every child. I hope I didn't overwhelm you with all the science there because I only shared one or two, well, maybe I shared a little bit more than that. Right, But I, my intention certainly wasn't over to overwhelm you with the science there, so thanks for staying with me. But there is so much research and evidence out there to support the pursuit of music education. But I think not everyone is aware. Imagine with me what the world would be like if every child had access to music education. What would our society be like if every individual played a music instrument? What would the cognitive capacity be, right? The emotional condition of our society as a whole be if every child had access to music instruction? Well, I clearly can't answer all those questions, but I do hope to influence my small corner of the world with music instruction, and I hope to encourage others to do the same. If you're still listening to this, or if you've subscribed to the show— that tells me, and tell yourself this too, that you value music. You understand its significance, and you understand the role it can play in the lives of our children. For me, that's exciting, and I hope it is for you too. So, if you have a child that's participated in music lessons, I would love to hear from them. Head over to the website at homeschoolmusicmama.com. That's M O. M-M-A, homeschoolmusicmama.com, and click on the Speak tab at the top of the page. On that page, you'll see an opportunity to have your child leave me a message. They can tell me their name, their age, where they're from, what instrument they play, and why they love music. I would love to hear from them and feature them on the podcast. Speaking of I would like you to listen to these cuties and share why why they while they share why they love music. Hi, my name is Yusuf. I am 10 years old. And I live in Houston, Texas. I play the piano. These are the reasons why I like the piano or why I like music. I like music because each song is different. It is rhythmic and harmonious. It also comes from around the world. Music also helps you get ideas for other subjects, and it helps you focus on what you're doing. Thank you. Hi, I am Aiden. I am eight years old, and I live in Texas. I like hearing music, and I like to play music because music is great for us. I love to hear music, and my mom teaches me music. I like to play the cello and the piano, and I'm learning more. I love music. <laughs> Wasn't that just beautiful? Those was cutie pies. I just loved hearing that. Let's share these children's voices with others so that we can encourage one another to choose music. Again, I would love to hear from your child. Head over to that Speak tab on the homeschoolmusicmama.com website and let me hear from your child. I just love that. <laughs> be encouraged. Choose music. <laughs> anyway, until next time. Are you a homeschooling mama with a music story to share? Did you yourself learn an instrument as a child? Or have you decided to enroll your children in music education? I would love to have you be a guest on the show. Head over to the website at homeschoolmusicmama.com and send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how music has impacted your homeschool. Again, the website is homeschoolmusicmama.com. Come be a guest on the show.